Coming all the way from Canada. You don't travel all the world. Bring to you right here this rap. Live from T Dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up late all night looking in the studio. Writing rhymes, making rhymes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Up late all night looking in the studio. Writing rhymes, making rhymes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Good evening, everyone. Hey, thanks for coming. Welcome to the show. This is the Evening Cue. This is where we talk about shit that matters. Yeah, that's definitely what we do here. Well, guys, uh, let's get into the news right away, actually. We're going to start off in England, actually, where a seven-year-old woman found her cat 75 miles away from her home after it went missing over a year ago. Yeah, the cat was named Lado and went missing back in November 2019, and the woman put up posters of the cat's picture but had no luck finding the cat, which is a Russian breed called Russian Blue. And when she found her missing cat, the cat was like, here, 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 here. It was all going according to plan. Here, here, stupid bitch. Here, 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 here. Now that she was out of the house, we can set up the safe house for the KGB. Here, 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 here. That was a terrible... Russian accent. I don't even know what the hell that was. Anyway, that was the first joke. So we're going to move on uh, to the States, actually, in Indiana, where a portable toilet company shared a festive video of what it calls a world record for the most animated faces on a single holiday light display. That's right. Their portable toilets sing Christmas carols. It sounded like a good idea until people were taken in number two and were like, Shut up with these damn Christmas songs. Get me into the new year already. Play me some normal music again. I want my T-Swift. I want my Taylor Swift. Shake it off. <laughs> shake it off. Uh, shake it off. Uh, uh. Bad blood. Yeah. That's how Americans sound like when they, when they don't get enough Taylor Swift in their life. Because everyone needs her in their life, don't they? Meanwhile, alternatively in China, across the pond, uh, China's Aviation Authority recently released new COVID-19 safety guidelines recommending that flight attendants wear diapers to avoid using plane lavatories to avoid infection risk. How about that? That sounds like a nice idea, right? Meanwhile, the rest of us are like, Wait, that's all it takes to prevent COVID? Why haven't we been doing this all along? To the grocery store! Diapers! Yeah. Something like that. That's how that went. Uh, actually, you know, there was a there's a guy named Angel Zaya. Uh, he's an online entertainer, broke a Guinness World Record when he created a. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Online entertainer. It's not really what you think it is. You know, it's not like a girl sucking dick off or something like that um, online, or like sucking a dildo and you imagining it that's your dick. That's not what we mean by online entertainer. Uh, just to be clear. So uh, yeah, Angel Zaya's. Online entertainer, not what you think, broke a Guinness World Record when he created a tower of tortillas measuring 32.0 inches high. 
Yeah, he said it took him almost three hours to make the tower and was quoted as saying, it feels so amazing and like I accomplished a childhood dream of mine. Next up on his list of world records, however, he plans to break is most masks to be worn on the face at one time. His friend's like, and hell, and hell. It doesn't look like you can breathe under those things, man. And hell's like, shut up, don't crush my dreams. I'm trying to break a world record, fuck. Us Latinos don't get enough recognition in the world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know if that one worked out. But thank you for laughing anyway. I appreciate it. Uh, back in Canada, a Hamilton, Ontario woman has been fed up with thieves stealing her Amazon packages that are delivered and left on her front porch. So, to mess with the thieves, she filled up one of her old Amazon boxes with her cat's shit and left it on her porch. And guess what? It was stolen within 40 minutes. That's right. So as retaliation, guess what she did? Well, once the thief opened up the, the box of cat shit, he said, Yes, finally! And delivered the box to his ex-girlfriend's place with a note saying, Who's the shitbag now, bitch? Yeah, that's what I imagine him saying. <laughs> and lastly, down to our everyone's favorite state of Florida. A pair of Florida golfers found themselves in a sticky situation when one of their balls... Not their testicles, but their golf balls. Uh, landed on the tail of an alligator who was chilling on the side of the fairway. Apparently, this alligator has been seen before on the golf course, according to golfers, and is known as Donald among them. Yeah. And when interviewing the alligator, he replied, I just like bathing in the sun, paying no taxes in my state of Florida on my golf course. This is how I get my skin so orange. Yeah. Donald Trump. Anyway, that's the jokes for tonight. Uh, stick around for our guest coming up. More on the evening queue. Stick around. Live from T Dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up north. Up north. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show Welcome back to the evening, Hugh How you doing, guys? I'm Mouse Wolf Ladies and gentlemen, we are so lucky to book this guest tonight. You don't even know how freaking lucky you guys are right now. I mean, uh, we're staying with the presidential theme tonight following our last interview. I just thought it was the right progression. So this guy, I'm pretty sure you'll like, if not love. Uh, I know everyone loved his wife. Not in a non-sexual way. I mean, maybe there were some sexual ways that people loved his wife. I don't know. She was beautiful, right? But he's the leader of the free world for eight fabulous years. He is not, however, one of the most famous billionaires in the world, because, you know, we know we all know who that is. So some call him the former president of the United States, while others just say he's a kid from Hawaii. I'm so glad we could get another guest of such high status so early on on our show's run. His name rhymes with Sirak Osama. Please welcome President Barack Obama. 
Yeah, Mr. President. Hey, I can't even begin to explain how much of an honor it is to have you on the show. But first off, I want to ask, uh, do you want a beer? Because I'm going to have one. Yeah. All right, sure. Here, take this. Thank you, Miles. And let's go. Cheers. Mmm. Woo! Ah. All right, let's start. Um, yeah, thank you, Mr. President. First off, again, so glad to have you here. How's life these days? How's, how's Michelle and the girls doing? I want to know that, you know? Anything new, interesting in your civilian life? Uh, it's an honor for me to be one of your first guests. Well, I uh, don't intend to start off on a bad note, but... <coughs> excuse me, but Michelle is actually your competition now. She's got a new podcast. Now, the she heard last year, started last year, and it's doing pretty well. Oh, really? That's great. Well, what's it called? I might want to take a listen in my free time if I got some time later. It's called the Michelle Obama Podcast. Wow. How original, Mr. President. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. Like, that's going to get any popularity? I mean, come on. What is this? A popularity contest? It literally is, Miles. Excuse me. Well, I'll take a drink. That tastes very good. Damn, you got me there, Brock. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me, Mr. President. I called you by your first name. I'm so sorry. It just slipped out. I did not mean that at all. Don't worry about it. I'm no longer president. Uh, I actually miss people calling me by my first name. It makes me feel normal again. Because being president becomes exhausting over time. As you could ask my successor he would probably uh, agree I'm sure he would uh, excuse me uh, I burped but you must feel excited that your VP during your presidency is now stepping into your shoes finally I mean I know we are your buddy Joe right America's favorite grandpa how about that hey did you know he's 85? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Early 80s, I think. I'm not sure. Don't want to say an exact age because I'm not really sure about that. Don't quote me. But I understand that you obviously endorsed President Biden during his campaign. And I'm sure that you were probably nervous during the election night, I could imagine. You know, I mean, what a night. All the results from each state, especially the Republicans, you know, shitting in their pants when they lost certain states that were traditionally red throughout history. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that that says about the country and how we could see so much change in voter opinions this election. Do you think the country is in the right direction now for the next four years? Maybe eight? You never know. Huh? I am uh, very satisfied that my boy Joe is running the free world now. He did a tremendous job as my VP backing me on every occasion. You mentioned he was every 
but his favorite grandpa? Well, I concur with that statement. If I was uh, 30 years younger, I would be honored to be his grandson. Uh, if my grandpa was alive, I might even sell him for Joe. The only problem uh, is that I would be selling a photograph because I never met him. Never met my grandpa. Uh, that was a joke. Ah, okay. Woo! I wasn't sure how to respond, to be honest, sir. I mean, next time, I think you could do a better job in delivering your punchline. You know what I'm saying? You could really sell it. I mean, you're pretty funny, Mr. President. Don't get me wrong. I mean, everyone knows you're... You got some, you got jokes for days, but I guess you're not really a stand-up comedian by trade, so you probably wouldn't know. Uh, I am a comedian now. I'm trying my hand at comedy because I need a job after being the president. The president's pension is crap. So I figured I only had, already had the, the popularity, therefore... I could sell out shows as easily as I eat pussy. Uh, I don't know if it works like that, uh, but hey, it's good. That, it's good that you're keeping busy. So, do you plan to be doing stand-up now for the next twenty years? Like, what's the deal? Like until retirement or what? Nope. It doesn't pay the rent. <laughs> Hairball. No, that is very true, Mr. President. Well, I want to move on and talk about something I want your opinion on. Just excuse me one second while I drink, while I uh, take a sip here. Mm. Ah. Woo! As you know, sports nowadays have taken such a frontline role in social justice issues through being supporters of BLM, for example, the need to vote, uh, education reform, healthcare reform, among several other issues. There's too many to name off right here. But as you may know, in recent years during the Donald's presidency, I call him the Donald, you know, I think it's appropriate. Um, he's out of office now. Who gives a shit? But teams that won the championship uh, in the Donald's presidency, especially, um, in their respective leagues, have refused to visit the White House which is usually the tradition, right? Like they, you, uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry, once again. Excuse me, I burped. Uh, but they have refused to go to the White House as is tradition, right? I mean, they, they win their, for instance, let's take the NHL, for example. They win the Stanley Cup. They go visit the president in the White House. Everything's bada bing, bada boom, you know, take pose for pictures. And then you fuck off after, right? But... <laughs> Do you think it's right to refuse what is considered such a prestigious honor in visiting Capitol Hill? Look, I believe that every team and every player has the right to an individual decision to visit the president. Now, I know that players on every team, they won their league, their league championship. Now, I know that I'm a brother, and maybe not resonates with people and maybe they felt safer meeting a brother like me 
instead of someone I will not name. But I cannot control my parents' decision to break the color barrier and produce a successful, charming brother like me to run the country. In other words, you're thankful your mom chose a black man, making you a successful black man, right? Not a successful white man, because there's too many of those nowadays, right? So, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, represent. Well, I think everyone would agree that there was no denying your swag when you were president, right? Your swag. I mean, I think you were the coolest president I had ever seen, for sure. And that's not because of the color of your skin. I mean, let's be honest, you're pretty cool because you're black. But um, <laughs> instead, it's your personality that contributed to that quality, I think. And speaking of your swaga, you were known for the way you greeted athletes when they arrived at the White House. I remember this specifically. I mean, you handshaked them, but you also just, you know, brought it in. You know you know what I'm saying? You know, give them, give them a little, mm, mm, mm. come on, give them a little, uh. Ah, you know, something like that. Like a, like a real bro handshake when you slap hands, then bring it in for a quick hug while congratulating them. No, like no other president that I saw greeted people with such a level of genuine humanity. And that was really cool to see. So I was, I was wondering, could you show me how you do one of your bro handshakes? Because I'll be honest, I could use a little... Little help with my bro handshake skills. I gotta brush up on them because I haven't done one in a while. You know, because I got no friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's stand up for this. All right, let's do this. Okay. So, I will teach you uh, one of my best ones. All right, so you start off with a normal high five. Just like this. Then uh, you go down behind the other person's arm and you give them a low high five, just like this, in a 180 motion, like that. Uh, then you slide the back of your forearm against one another, like that. And then you explode, just like this. Boom. All right, do you have it? Yeah, I think I got it. All right, uh, let's go. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. You got a mouse. Oh. You got it. Ooh. Boom. Boom. That's right, baby. Thank you, sir, for teaching me that. Well, not only are you one of the most beloved presidents, I would say, that the States has ever had, but I can honestly say you are one of the coolest dudes I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. Can I call you dude? Is that okay? Uh, yes, you may, brother. All right. There he said it. I'm officially best buds with Barack Obama. Uh, thank you, sir, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. President Barack Obama, everyone. We'll be right back with some stand-up right after this. Stick around. Obama out.
Guys, please welcome back to the show our favorite comedian, Mr. Misha Peterzak. Make some noise. Hey guys, thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Glad to be back. You know what, guys, though? I've been realizing something, and that's how old I'm getting recently. And with age comes a lot of things, right, that you start thinking about in life. You know, like stuff you think you should have by now or obtain soon, right, before you get too old. Like one of the biggest things that everyone is starting to make me think about is marriage, actually. And honestly, man, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm 25, and so I'm not getting any younger, right? But I look at some of my friends and other people I know my age, and some of them have already got that person they're going to divorce in the next four to seven years, right? I mean, let's be honest. That's what a marriage is nowadays. Four to seven years, max eight, maybe nine, okay? But the ones that have the person they expect to be with for the rest of their life, uh, they expect to have so much more with that person, you know, so much more to share, you know, house, kids, in-laws they despise, you know, shit like that, right? But with age comes wisdom. I mean, that's what they say. And that's what I rely on nowadays to make good life decisions. So what I mean is I don't need to go marry some broad with a prenup and buy a house together and then have sex every two weeks. That's not what I'm looking for, right? With my newfound wisdom, I realized that I can just wait for my parents to die, then inherit their house, and then have sex with a different hoe every night. I mean, come on, what can be better than that? Wisdom comes with age. That's what I'm talking about. That's called a smart life decision that I would not have made five years ago, but now, a little bit older, wisdom. There you go. Write that down. But the other option to buying a house, if you're not married, is buying with your friends, actually. A, a, a group of friends going in on a house together. That's what I just found out recently, actually. I didn't know you could do that. I mean, the thing I realized is that I don't have enough friends, though. You know, I got my two buddies who I drink with a couple nights a week. You know, we're all broke as fuck, though. I mean, come on, mid-twenties... <laughs> You know, um, went to university, we have student debt, all that shit, right? I mean, that's why we drink, right? And, and the other friend, though, that I have is the old Korean woman at the corner store where I pick up my Amazon packages down the street. I mean, she doesn't know we're friends, but this is how I know we are friends, right? One day, I came into the store, and I go to the counter because I'm going to buy a pack of smokes, okay? And I say to her, uh, king-size Belmonts, please. And for those of you who don't smoke... Uh, there, there's two sizes of packs, right? 20 pack and 25 pack. Uh, so you also have to specify large or small on top of the size of the cigarette, right? So which, the size of the cigarette is king or regular and the size of the pack is small or large, right? So she proceeds, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, how is it? What, what is it like? Oh yeah. It's like, it's like dick sizes, right? When you're picking a dick size for your dildo, right? Uh, I like king size, please. But small, you know? Like, I want king size because it's, like, nice and girthy, but small because I don't want that so much depth, you know? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, okay? Same thing. So anyway, <laughs> this Korean lady proceeds to ask me, small or large? But as she says that, the song on the radio changes to everyone's favorite K-pop girl group. Guess what that is? Black Pink. That's right. Black pink in your area. Oh, hey, oh. 
right? I'm like, that stuff is my shit, man. Like, that, sh- that shit is my shit. And I, I, you know, I just, every time I hear Blackpink, I just get down like, ah, ah, da, da, ah, shake it, ah, yeah, let's go, ah, ah, right? Kind of sounds like I'm having sex, but no, I'm dancing, guys, I'm dancing. <laughs> and while I'm having a little dance break and I'm ordering cigarettes, uh, she still is asking me the same question, but in a little louder voice this time, right? Like, sir, small or regular? And I'm like, oh, come on, isn't this your shit? Come on, let's go, black pink in your area. Uh, uh. You know, I'm still dancing, right? And this carried on for like 30 seconds because I just couldn't get enough of black pink. I mean, I just cannot give, get enough of them. Uh, and then finally, because she was so just fed up with me and couldn't take it anymore, she throws the pack of cigarettes across the counter to me and says, go, 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 go. You annoy me. Just take it, just take it, take it, take it. And gives me the pack for free. That's how I know we're friends because she gave me some free shit one time. We're best buds. We're like that. <laughs> but the whole topic of this conversation, guys, is is marriage, right? And one of the other main reasons, I'm not sure if I'm going to get married one day, is that I don't know if I'm willing to fight for my girl in public. You know what I mean? I mean, even when I know she's wrong. In my mind, that's when you know that you want to be with this person for the rest of your life. It's when you're willing to fight for that person, no matter what the situation now, the first part of that sentence, I can get down with, absolutely, right? I am willing to fight for my girl, like every good man should. However, no matter the situation, I think I would have to think about that before getting my teeth kicked in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll tell you a story about what happened. Let me explain, all right? With me and my ex, my ex-girlfriend. We were we were together for about four months at the time, right? And that's, that's kind of when you know you reach the barrier between honeymoon phase and serious relationship phase, right? Four months. That's, that's about the barrier, right? So we were at that border and my girlfriend decided to do the smart thing when she was at the grocery store and text her friend while she was in line at the cashier. About three or four people in front of her, right? And we, we, you know, uh, she was doing this. This big Arab guy behind her noticed that she wasn't paying attention because she didn't start putting her items on the little conveyor belt that goes to the cashier. You know that little thing, right? Now, I think we've been all in this situation before, right? When we see someone in the checkout line that's on their phone, usually talking to someone on the other end. You know, we've all seen that asshole with that stupid fucking Bluetooth thing in his ear. That's like, yeah, I'm going to get those TPS reports into management on Thursday. But, uh, you know, I got a ton of meetings on the Wednesday to go over the capital budget numbers regarding the takeover to see if you're... You know, if our derivative studies align with the KPIs that were initially projected in the analysis matrix, you know. We've all been behind that fucking guy at the checkout line, right? Haven't we? So annoying, dude. I mean, so my girlfriend is in the line texting. So already, not as bad as that typical asshole with the Bluetooth, right? But still, a little bit bitchy. Come on, just a little bit bitchy. Right? I mean, let's not kid ourselves. And, And maybe I forgot to mention that I was with her in the store during the situation and so the Arab guy cuts in front of us okay and I didn't say anything because I'm a very non-confrontational person right I mean people mistake me for a pushover but no I just do not like confrontation uh so what I ask those people is you know have you ever seen an attractive tough guy before because I haven't I sure as hell haven't I'll tell you that I mean they always got those little cauliflower ears like they just got out of an MMA fight with Conor McGregor or some shit like that, right? Crooking those parents that didn't love them enough when they were a child, you know? Shit like that. Therefore, I'm okay with being a pushover because my parents love me. At least I think so. And so, 
when this guy cuts in front of us, my girlfriend looks at me with this look of just pure and utter disappointment. Like, uh, you're not getting any tonight if you don't fuck this guy up right now. And I'm like, uh, girl, you like when I lightly nibble your tits? I mean, do you enjoy that sensation, Goose? Then I suggest you shut the fuck up. I didn't actually say that to her, just to be clear. Uh, it's just what I was imagining saying to her in my head. You know, because it's, it's safer that way. Every guy knows it's safer that way. If you just imagine it, right? Don't actually do it. Just imagine it. Anyway, so the guy pays for his shit, and then he leaves the store. Then we pay for our shit right after, and then we leave the store. And then when we got home, my girlfriend was furious with me, obviously, right? Telling me that I'm not a real man, because a real man fights for his girl no matter what the situation. But I was thinking what I should say to her in response... And all that I could come up with was, I don't know, I mean, I don't. I understand the guy, it's a guy's thing. I, I don't know where that came from. I mean, I, I just literally booked my funeral, right? And you know that look of disappointment that your mom gave you when you were in school and you got sent home for the day because you bit some kid or some shit, right? You guys never bit anyone when you were in elementary school? Just me? Hmm, lame. Instantly, same look I got from my girlfriend, right? Like I just bit some kid or something, right? I guess that's what they mean when they say you look for a girl that reminds you of your mom, right? I mean, at this moment, I understood the feeling completely. And this was how I knew it was the end of our relationship. It was when she sat me down and asked me straight up, look, I'm looking for something serious with you. And when you don't stand up for me, it makes me question our future together. Because I don't know if you're the type of man I could see myself spending the rest of my life with. <laughs> so I responded. Well, uh, I was only planning the next four to seven years, honestly, so... Uh... <laughs> That's my time, guys. Thank you. I'll see you next time. I'm going to get out of here. Ciao. Coming all the way from Canada. Keep on traveling all the world. Bring to you right here this rap. Live from T Dot in the 416. You know how we do up north. You know how we do up north. Up late, all night working in the studio. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Up late, all night working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show When I first started, I wasn't sure if I would make it But I told myself to keep persevering, I gotta take advantage of this hot opportunity I created for myself Cause nobody's gonna give you free money, you gotta rake it Big bills come with problems, but I don't wanna think about them All I know is that Buffalo had some issues, now they got Josh Allen Inspired by the creation of magic at his fingers You know I do the same with my lady, but I let it linger My mama told me to never say these things about a woman But she also told me to never get in this game cause I wouldn't be chosen However, I'm a little more confident that I can get it in I can hold my own, I got nothing to show for my last career I stopped wasting time, it's time to start over Now it's time to get up and start the show Black shoes on my toes, tuxedo, cornrows, sweating a little bit of heavy Don't know if I'll ever be ready to be included with the greats But one thing's for sure, if you want some more Gotta go door to door, trying to be seen But now everybody hear me, so come with me on this journey They say never said never, so I chose to be late ah! Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow 
Every time I get on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights Getting ready to rock the show Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights Getting ready to rock the show Got to the speeds more appropriate I gotta go create, not procreate Got deals with record labels, makes me feel good But wait, can we hold up and negotiate? I say this only cause I got more to offer Rap's kinda cool, but I can go farther I feel like I'm a triple threat and you're even know your butt You looking at me like I'm Vince Carter, ha! Y'all probably think of what you talk about Telling jokes to make a record's what I'm all about Ain't nothing you say that can make my day cause I'm ballin' out I got two languages in my back pocket Getting ready to reload and cock it Competitors confirm that they can't stop em Cause the speed of rap advantage is quite shocking Est-ce que tu comprends ce que je te dis? Pendant que je t'accasse la tête en baisant ta fille Y'a pas grand chose qui me dérange sauf les compétences que tu me dis que t'as pas fini A décider qu'un rapport tu vas signer à ta maison de 10 Quand c'est évident que je suis le rapport Qui tient moins de risques Grand de classiste, c'est Joranis C'est pas pareil de Paris, apparatif C'est la qualité de vie que je pense que je mérite Et pour les gens qui pensent que je suis pas capable Dans ce game je les quitte Voilà mon serment, je crois que j'ai tout fini Et poteau, il est bilingue lui Oh mec je savais pas Il est lourd quand même Ouais il est fort Ouais je le respecte Mais j'ai compris assez. J'ai compris le message. Tu parles anglais, toi Ah non, t'es fou, mec. <rire> Dans le 9-3, on n'apprend pas l'anglais. Hé, hey, frère, t'as pas une clope pour moi, s'il te plaît.